Is this bitch on? All right, round three. <laughs> Third time's a charm. <laughs> we got episode one of Coffee Talkie. You guys hear that? Hold on. <laughs> Episode one. Today's uh, Monday, February 19th. Yep. Filming, or filming. Recording on Mondays. So. Uh, Posting within three months of when we record. Hopefully. Trying to figure out. Trying to figure out a good method. Uh, but we'll get it down. Um, but here we are. We're in the coffee talkie office. Oh, yeah, officially. No. Why this not? Is, this is the coffee talkie hey, I, room. Yeah, hey, I pay rent here, so this is 100% the coffee talkie. Yeah, coffee talkie room. I'm freeloading. <clears throat> so right. I I am George, and... I'm but, Greg. But Greg, we'll do all the social stuff later, but... Uh, Catch us in the show notes. Yep, be lots of, lots of show notes stuff. So, going to talk about a lot of coffee, a lot of brewing methods, uh... A lot of way to consume it, different containers, different coffee mugs. Basically coffee, everything. Everything. Everything coffee. Everything. Just I mean, I'm sorry, George, but come October, we have to do pumpkin spice lattes. We're going to get guests. Uh, we're going to bring females in to <laughs> get their idea of who has the best uh, pumpkin spice recipe. I don't know if you can say that. I don't know if you can start assigning... Are you gonna? Oh, I don't know, George. I I personally don't want to try a pumpkin spice thing, but if if we're forced to, we will. I, it's gonna. I'm gonna have a hard time telling you who has the best pumpkin spice. But I am I am married, and my wife does love one red cups at Starbucks and two pumpkin spice lattes. So take that for what it is. I I have to admit I was a pumpkin spice latte type of guy. When they first came out, I was like, oh, this is delicious. I mean, it's like 2000. I mean, it was like when I got back from college, like 2000, 2000, I, 90, I, 2003. I don't I can't really recall the exact date. But I remember getting that and thinking it was amazing. I'm not a cinnamon person. <clears throat> oh, I love cinnamon. Especially if it's hot. cinnamon. But, I, get a no, I have to be 100 percent honest with you. I've grown past that. I don't like syrupy, sugary. Flavored coffee. If it is flavored, I need it to be subtly flavored. If if the flavors aren't coming from the coffee bean itself, oh, not not like the coffee I was talking about drinking right. this not, weekend. Not the hazelnut spray painted. Yeah, the Hawaii hazelnut from something somethings from Walmart. My wife's new favorite coffee. <laughs> We're gonna put that. I deleted it from the show notes. I know, here, from, I from our, it was from Don our episode Fra- Don notes. Don Francisco's. But, well, yeah, Don for oh, dang. We're calling him out by name. That's who makes it. All right. Hawaiian hazelnut. Safe to say we probably won't get a Don Francisco sponsorship. I'm totally cool with it. Me too. Um, it is it was it was pre <clears throat> pre-grind. It was sold uh already grinded, so it's not whole bean. And it's I mean I guess you don't have time to grind every day, I guess, but if I make the coffee, I will grind the what beans. What would R. Kelly I will say? Make it. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. He says a lot of stuff. <laughs> See, we're we're working on our music. I, I believe it or not, George, I've been working on this music. 
Really? We need we need the intro and outro music. I really wish we could play a little little R. Kelly, little clips. Anything with the word grinding in it would, would, would suit us well. And I don't get push, a clip. Push get a clip. Have your people get in touch with my people. We need, we need Pharrell. I'm sure Pharrell would be fine. Oh, he would love it. Right? He would love that. You know, what do they say? Just do it until you get a cease and desist? Sure. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so that was, that was my drinking method was this weekend was Hawaiian coffee. I don't know what kind of coffee you drink. I, I didn't have anything special at the house. I was getting very tired of our um, not so light roasted coffee bean coffee that we had. Really? Yeah. Um, it's all lies. It's all lies on that on that packaging, George. Well, and you you told me a disaster story that your uh, your what do you call that? Manual. It's a manual, manual coffee maker. Yeah, I went to do a little pour over at the house. Uh, on was it Saturday? Yeah, I think it was Sat. No, actually, it was Sunday. This was after the trip downtown. I went to do a little pour over, and I noticed a crack in the side of my manual coffee maker. Um, it's it, it's it's this like kind of a tower tower towering pour over glass. It's not a dome. It's just a custom piece. Um, gosh, I can't remember the name of the guy. I think it's Craig something that made it. Um, <clears throat> we'll post a link in the show notes. Uh, Creighton, I'm sorry, Creighton Berman. Um, he he put this project on Kickstarter. I think it was like three years ago, maybe. Yeah. And um, I bought the very first. I funded it on Kickstarter. Got the maker. I've had it for three years. And then I saw a spider webbing crack in the side of it. Elves. You got elves. Oh, because you know it, it was wasn't me. It was every house else. has every house has a wasn't me living there. Especially if you're married with kids. So I threw it in the trash. I couldn't look at it. Um, I have to order a new one now. It hurts me a little bit. I would I would get you send me the link for it. I would get the. I think it was version like two version or version three. three. I think it's version. He has a new that version. That was awesome. Again, we'll we'll post this in the show notes, yeah. and we'll definitely be. Be testing some yeah. of this hardware out later. I'm 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 probably going to get the version three one with that smaller craft, and the and the cork topper. Right. I thought that would. Look it's like a cool. French press. It's a carafe. You can even do pour over in it. Right. It's it's very versatile. I uh, don't currently own a manual coffee maker, so I'm I'm stepping you my will game be up soon. And that's what, and that's what this this podcast is about. It's um, it's about learning. Yeah. To be honest with you, um, we are not baristas or no. coffee shop owners or roasters. Um, on any level, um, we're just people that drink a lot of coffee, and I think there's a lot to talk about here. Um, and we're gonna learn, and hopefully, you guys can teach us some stuff and learn just the same way we do. I can tell you next week, I definitely want to do a bulletproof, a how-to bulletproof. Put in the notes. I'm gonna next week. We'll do we'll do a bullet we'll do bulletproof uh, how-to. Yep. And I'll give I'll give you my little recipe. It includes two things you hate, but we'll find other ways to elevate that game. A little bit. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of two things I hate. Well, you named one of them just now. Cinnamon. Oh, so, oh. So you put and cloves. Oh, yeah. I can't stand either one. The, 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 other, se- the other secret ingredient is vanilla. <coughs> oh, I love you vanilla. Get some, you get some pure ground vanilla bean. I like vanilla. And you vanilla. sprinkle it into your grounds. And that's going to help give a little bit more flavor. Besides just um, if you're using, especially if you're using a low-grade bean, this is going to give you more of a flavor. You get this nice vanilla flavor that goes in there. So this is this is how you flavor a coffee. I like. You don't that. you don't 
spray it with a chemical, right? When you it's during the brew method. I mean, sure. I never ground up no hazelnuts into my coffee. These nuts. Pause. <laughs> but uh, hey, I, I, you know this is what you do. Live and learn. Anyways, uh, yeah, man, that was I was that was the tragedy in my house. That's terrible. My manual coffee maker. Um, I've used that thing almost every single day for the last three years. I uh, I don't want to plug the kind of coffee maker I have, but I will say it is a major brand, and I had to run the cleaning cycle today. Okay. So that was that was before I brewed my. That sounds exciting. My foot. It, you know what? I threw away the instructions, so I really didn't know how to do the cleaning. So I was kind of fighting my way through it. That's what the internet is for, my friend. Oh yeah, no, I learned. A couple of uh, YouTube videos later, I had to figure it figured out. <laughs> but a little bit of distilled vinegar, water, hot water, ran that through, flushed hot water through it again. It was great. Cleaned it right up. There you go. So. Keep it clean, folks. So this week, uh, Greg was downtown partying with the family. Oh, it was a blast. And uh, he got coffee from one of our local coffee shops here in Vegas. And I think you said it was it's in the art district downtown. Yes, it is. Charleston, Charleston and uh, Casino Center. Uh, definitely do a link in the, in the show notes later, but it's called Vesta Coffee. Yes. <clears throat> and it's, uh, I think they've been open for... Maybe a little bit over a year now. I remember us talking about it last year. Yeah, I think they're open a little bit over a year. Um, it's a few people in in the in the like the local scene here that are uh, invested. I think in the shop, if I'm not mistaken, I could be talking a lot of a lot of booby mice, but I think that they uh, you know they have a few uh, smaller investors, some people that um, are really interested in the growth of downtown. Ex nightclub hosts. Um, it's possible. That is possible. Um. But, man, it's an amazing shop. Yeah. It's beautiful. Um, when I went, I didn't stay. It was my first trip down there. Um, the only reason I haven't gone earlier is because it's downtown. Yeah. And that's like 24 miles from my house. And right. Same boat. Look, where I live, the gym is six miles from my house, and my office is 2.4 miles from my house. Yeah. I tend to not leave. And there's plenty of grocery stores around. I tend to not leave this corner very often. Well, and just, just so everybody knows, this is uh, – this is recorded in Las Vegas. There are two people here who dot, do not live in hotels on the Strip. I don't know if people oh, still think that. When did you move? <laughs> years ago. I've been I've been living in Circus Circus Penthouse for thirty five years. That was the funniest when I first moved here in ninety four. That was everybody's like, "Whoa, what hotel are you gonna live in?" Where do you live? You live in the hotels? Yeah. I was shocked to hear that question when I was I younger too. I really, I, I would like to think that in two thousand eighteen, people don't still think. I don't that. think they do. They can't. I don't think they do. There's no. And, and I think that's because there's actually off strip attractions that that pull people away from it now. Right. True. Like when you go downtown, you actually oh, there are regular apartments and houses around the casinos. Sure. You know, and then if you go to Green Valley Ranch or Red Rock. Oh, that's true. You know, Surrounded by houses. Yeah, they're in actual neighborhoods. I was at Green Valley Ranch last night. Oh. Well, was that a sponsored plug? It was not. Okay. But if you all want to pay for my dinner next time, <laughs> feel free. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss. We'll, we'll put a price Sponsorships. tag on it. <laughs> what does Joe Budden say? We get in that bag? <laughs> we get. If we ain't getting that bag, we ain't going to mention no names. Uh, I um, but uh, yeah, I went to Vesta and it was awesome. I honestly uh, would love to go down and hang out there uh, and spend some more time, but uh, it was crowded. It was packed. 
Um, beautiful space. Um, we talked about this earlier. You know, got a little bit of a a minimalistic approach in terms of the design, and and they took really what looked like an empty shell of just a brick building, and uh, you got wood, you got metal accents, you got white and black contrast, you got mural on the side of the building. A lot of gray tones. I don't think there's a lot of gray. I think it's literally a black and white. Huh. You know, and I've uh, seen I've seen those on on the different copy shop. Yeah. Spots on. I mean, it's on yeah, it's definitely you know, it's it's a wonderful Instagram pick. You know what I mean? And get your little sun hat and get your little picture with Wait, your little cup. The uh, the spot. What's the name? The name of the place? And we'll, I'm sure we'll go there and grab some. I, I don't even know if they have their own coffee. I don't think they did. Uh, me and T Money went too. Oh, downtown uh, Summerlin. Marks and Makers. Yeah, make something like that. Something to that effect. Yeah. I don't think they have. The, I don't think they do their own coffee though. I don't think they do either. Yeah, cool spot. Cool. <clears throat> the people watching there is outstanding. Uh, yeah, that's another place we'll have to make yeah. sure we highlight. You know, of course we're going to highlight all the local spots. But so what's uh, the what's the coffee we got today? Uh, today it's an Ethiopian Ethiopia Yabutu Koba. Um, it's a washed heirloom variety. For those that don't know, we went over heirlooms uh, in an earlier try, and uh, <laughs> I think we both agree. Not really sure what heirloom. Look, uh, all I know about heirloom anything is you go buy an, an heirloom tomato and a non-heirloom tomato. Yeah. It's night and day. I wore Fruit of the Loom as a kid. And listen, if we're going to talk about washing your looms, let's make sure the fruit ones are washed too. There you go. <clears throat> um, this coffee claims to have tasty notes of vanilla, clove, peach, and root beer. I, why well, I, I the first cup I drank, no cream, M- maybe the root beer. I didn't. It wasn't sweet. I didn't taste anything sweet. I definitely didn't taste or smell cloves, and I put my nose pretty deep in the bag. And uh, <laughs> I can't stand the t- the smell of cloves. Not cloves that you buy, like the spice. Mm-hmm. I hate clove cigarettes. Well, I hope it. I hope this doesn't taste like a clove cigarette. No, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. It's good. And I and I recently started drinking coffee black, and this one I could drink black with no issue whatsoever. It doesn't. It doesn't scream. You know, put something in here to cut 100%. the bitterness or anything like that. I, I don't get that. And I think as a coffee lover i think it's very important that you have a coffee that you can drink black first um if you've ever had a proper espresso pool you can drink that heavy thick dark espresso and there's actually a a a hint of sweetness in there yeah you know by its own means there's that it's going to be bitter by nature um but only to a certain extent um there's plenty of regular off-the-shelf big-name coffees out there that are 10, 20 times more bitter than a properly pulled espresso, yeah. you know, and that's where you know things are going wrong. Well, um, I can I can tell you, too, that if you got any Cuban families out there, Cafe Bustelo, <laughs> and yes. I, I, it's in a green can, Cafe Yaves. I haven't had that one. But I've had both of those. And what they do is, you know, you, you put it in that silver... I don't even know what the name of that espresso machine is, but it's silver. It's got a black handle. You stuff it in there, fill the bottom with water, or the and it percolates up through. 
makes a strong. Oh, is that like the the mocha, or are you talking about a uh, just a I, regular uh, percolator machine? No, it's it's uh, you, they come in different sizes, but it's a metal. The bottom is metal and the top is metal. It's got a little topper on it. I, I'll find. We'll link something in the show notes of what I'm talking about, what it looks like. But um, anytime I've seen it made by you know family. Uh, it's it tastes great. It's there's they put a lot of sugar most of the time. I've had it with Hennessy. It's very good with Hennessy. All right, but, I'm gonna. I have. I'm. I'm. I'm lost in this entire process you're talking about. So I've got to have this. I'll show you. I've got to have it with Hennessy. It's. It was. I had it out in California. We were there for. Hold on. You had a Cuban coffee mm-hmm. in California at a wedding. At a wedding with Hennessy. It was at. It was at uh, the parents' house. And they made it. He had a bottle of Hennessy. Sounds like an episode of Blackish. Uh, Cubanish. <laughs> if they, if that show ever hits the airwave, uh, make sure we get credit. I want two percent. <laughs> but uh, no, it was it was really good. And that was, I didn't grow up drinking espresso mm-hmm. at home. Nobody. I mean, our coffee was Folgers, and dumped in a, uh, you know, a regular drip coffee machine. And I was drinking Senka Instant, where you spoon the crystals into your. Never had it. I had that. My grandmother really? was making it, and I had it one one day. She had tons of sugar and cream in it. I loved it. That lasted for about a week until one day my mom got up. My mom worked a night shift um, at the hospital one night. One morning she got up before I went to school. She's like, "What the hell are you drinking? Coffee?" I was like, "Oh, I'm drinking coffee with Grandma." I never drank coffee again until I was 19. Wow. Mom's, mom's wasn't up. having it. You know what she said? It'll stunt your growth. <laughs> For the record, I'm five foot ten and a half. Me too. Thanks, Grandma. Oh, rest in peace. That was. I bet you the teachers were. Greg has been so attentive. <laughs> he's he's been in, he's been involved in every activity. Overachieved. Yep. Did all got all the extra credit. You know. Oh man. Okay, but anyways, um, back to this coffee. I definitely didn't uh, notice the uh, the clove uh, note uh, peach either, but nope. vanilla and root beer uh, I could definitely smell and taste a lot better once it cooled down to about room temperature. Yep. Um, and then you know once I added a little bit of cream on there to, to taste how it would change, uh, it definitely got sweeter. Uh, I like it better uh, just plain black coffee. Yeah, it was. I it think tastes it was, better with I think no it was cream. Good. It, and that's it was good new either for way. Me. So. Um, but, you know, let's read the description here. Beautifully washed coffee from the Uraga region of Guji. I'm assuming this is in Ethiopia. Goo-wop. This lot really <laughs> <Goo-wop>. <laughs> This lot really stood out to us as a solid, clean, and complex cup of washed Ethiopian coffee. Not overly fruity, very sweet, and balanced with a unique, refined quality. Sorting and processing are really starting to shine in this area. So these are the notes directly from Vesta's website. Um which I think it's VestaCoffee.com. Again, we'll give you guys that information later on. And um, beautiful shop. I bought two bags. I bought another bag. It's the it's Ethiopia Kosher, K-O-C-H-E-R-E. It, that one definitely is a little more fruity. Um, this says right here, notes of strawberry, cream, blueberry, and cola. It definitely, you can taste a little bit of the strawberry cream flavor, but the blueberry is... 
I think blueberry can be any coffee that has a blueberry note. Once you get down to a little bit above room temperature, it's very outstanding. Really? Yeah. Huh. It's it's very flavorful. Um, <clears throat> this you know, maybe one, we can do that one next week if you want to. You know, if we don't do something yeah. else new, but um, not guys, not bad. Uh, Twelve ounce bag. How six, much was it? Sixteen bucks a bag. That's you know what's funny is is I remember when we first went to Samba Latte and I swear we paid anywhere from ten to twelve dollars because we would meet there once a month. I'd grab right. a couple bags of coffee, yeah. whole bean coffee. Yeah, I'd grind it when I get home, make it. Wife didn't like it because she said it was too strong. I thought it was great. And, uh, you know, but it was, I would say, 10 to $12 for 12 ounces. Now, we had Bulletproof last week. Mm-hmm. That's $15, $15 for 12-ounce bag. This is, you said, 16 <clears throat> Well, you know, the, the $15 bag of coffee is pretty much like the $25 T-shirt these days. Gotcha. Right? That's what it is. That's remember, remember when you would go to lunch? Think about it. When you were in your 20s and you'd be like, hey, you're at work. Hey, let's go to lunch. It was five bucks. Yeah. Lunch is not five bucks anymore. It just Seven, isn't. The best, the best price lunch, if I'm throwing it out there, Kung Fu. Oh, boy, this guy. Valley View. They st- you still go to lunch there? Yes, I do. <laughs> you cannot be. I, I haven't been to Kung Fu since like 2004. $7.95 lunch special that you cannot go wrong. It is delicious. Shout outs to Carlos Larios and Judy Juco Stone. Yep. We, oh, they, we, we did many a lunch there. I did many a lunch with those guys there. Must have stopped going when I started. They, yeah, you showed up. I think you just, I think you were in the whole atmosphere. And then you guys, you guys introduced me to uh, Nordstrom's. I yeah, go there once did, a yeah. week now. Is my man still there? No. Oh no, he's not. He must have, bro. He must have been waiting there for fifteen years, right? Man, dude was sweet on you. Oh, hey, listen, those refills were fierce. <laughs> you couldn't even get halfway through the cup without nobody, getting that refill. Nobody else in the group got eye contact. <laughs> oh man, but that was um, good. so yeah, that's it for that's it for this week's coffee. Um, I highly recommend if you're in the Las Vegas area, if you're a coffee fan, go downtown. Check out um, Vesta. There's several several spots downtown now, several new coffee spots downtown, um, and Vesta is definitely one of them. I know Samba Latte just pushed into a space down there. They have really? a downtown presence, yeah. I think they're over. Is that four? They have four locations in <clears throat> Vegas now? They do. Um, not Bo- too, I don't know. If, I guess the Monte Carlo one's still open? Oh, I've I never been to it. The Boca Park, the one off Jones. Monte? You said there's one. Well, you know, it's not even called Monte Carlo anymore. They took the name off of it. Really? What is I, it? I got to look it up what it's called. I was down there. It's going to become the Vegas Knights Casino. <laughs> if they, right were, smart, the if they were smart, they would call it the Vegas Knights. That team is blowing up in oh, this town. Man. You, you walk around. So I chaperoned a 13-year-old birthday party this weekend. Took a limo, him and his buddies, and it was it's my friend's son's 13th birthday. We took a limo downtown, dropped us off at the link, walked mm-hmm. around all the shops, had burgers at Guy Fieri's place, home of the $21 burger. It's, it's good. It's, How much was it really worth? You know what? It's a big burger. You're, you're not going to go. It's if you go, if you ever been to Freddy's. Okay. And I'm, I'm, I don't know if Freddy's is considered. It's a fast food establishment. Right. But you're not going to get. The taste of this burger at McDonald's. You're just not going to get it. hundred percent. Some people are in love with that McDonald's taste, though. It's it's gross. So, but Freddy's does something they call a steak burger. 
Okay. But they kind of, it's kind of smashed. Okay. I don't know what that process is called, but anyway. It's just called smashing. Guy, like a smash burger. Guy Fieri's burger is very, very mm-hmm. similar to that. Okay. Um, but it's, I mean, I got pictures. Like it's like a one pound burger? <clears throat> it's big. It's 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 big. Okay. The only two of the three 13-year-olds that were there could finish their burger. And they were stuffed. They need to put on their big boy pants. Something. None of them are big like I was. I these could millennials these days. I could won't even finish their plate. But, uh. No, so we're walking around down there, and that's where I saw, when we did the drives up and down the strip, that's when we saw that the Monte Carlo name has I, been I didn't taken even hear off about the marquee. That. You got me feeling like a hermit. I didn't even know. Does any? I mean, is that even in the news? I haven't I heard know. anybody mention that. I don't know. And you know, I, my business partner goes out and he shoots around town all the time. Yeah. He's always doing photos around um, town on the strip. I don't, I don't know. I'd have to look it up. Interesting. Well... I, 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 I'm really you know interested I mean? now in what that's going to become. I, I I had no idea that that was going down with the Monte Carlo. Park Hyatt? Is that what it is now? Oh, no, it's Park MGM. Park MGM. I thought that... Now, is that like... Don't they have that park? What's that across the street where the Budweiser... There's like the Budweiser... Oh, the Beer Garden yeah. and all that? What's that area called? Isn't that called the Park something? It's it's called something it's, like that. This is very similar to the Link. It's like this walk-through shops and, <coughs> and restaurant but type I, of... I, uh, MGM owns the T-Mobile Arena. Right, right. So, they own like a lot of that whole corner. I, I think with the success of the Knights, they're just like, nobody cares about the Monte Carlo. Let's get back to the Knights real quick. Sure. And I'm not mad. I just like to call it the way. Have I you been to a game yet? No. Okay. I don't. I don't have a desire to go. You would love it. It's kind of like the Super Bowl, right? You never knew how many Philadelphia Eagles fans were in Las Vegas until that Super Bowl. Oh sure, right? There's more Patriot fans, but I'm not. I'm a fan of either one. The day after the Super Bowl, you see, you like, oh, one third of Las Vegas's population is Philadelphia Eagles fans. I had no yeah. idea. That's I think a part of that too is everybody hates the Patriots because they win all the time. Mm, a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of, listen, a lot of white people love the Patriots. Sure. I, I don't. I don't know why that is, but that just seems to be. You know what I mean? This greatest. Be, greatest quarterback of all time. I'm not even gonna argue that. Okay. I really. Can't. That's the only. I really that's can't. Only I really can't look at the dude's numbers. He great coach, but like phenomenal. Come on, man. How old is Brady? Forty. Yeah. He's forty. Same. He's he's one year older than me. Ridiculous. That's ridiculous, fam. So, I can't even get out of bed without spraining an ankle. Yeah. Well, I the dude's the dude's legit. But so the Knights. Yes. I've been to two games. I actually passed up tickets to for tonight because I had we had <laughs> to, dudes to do podcast. a podcast. Yes. But I only had two. You should have backburnered this. I know you love those games. There, I'm telling you. You know what? If I get two tickets, you you go to the game with me. They if got, you could get they, the night they have off, coffee at the. They got, no, they have something better. They have fourteen dollar tall boys. Uh, you listen, hold on. Fourteen dollar tall boys, twenty one dollar burgers, and you were semi complaining about a fifteen dollar bag of coffee that'll last Ballin. you a week. Come on, oh, bro. Yeah. Look, I'm, well, that's actually you got, you got you got me a little upset right all now. All right, yeah, it makes sense. But you you gotta the you, I cannot explain the electricity. In the play, I get it. I've been to a pro football game. Mm-hmm. I've never been to a pro basketball game, but I've been to UNLV. Okay, and not in the not in the early '90s when they were super super good. But those games are cool. I've been to LJ Ogman, yeah, Anderson Hunt, Anderson Hunt. Uh, uh, 
what's his name? Moses Scurry. Yeah. I think that's it. All right, anyways. Them all. No, there's a lot more. There's there's a lot more supporting cast there. But. So you uh, and I've been to tons and tons of baseball games. Tons of baseball games. I can tell you that the Knights games is like, other than being at Wrigley Field, the Knights game number two, best feeling at a live event. I got to break this down now. Okay. Not because it's Vegas's home team. I have to break this down. We'll get to that in a second. Okay. Because this is a fair weather ass city. Sure. Period. When you're winning, we love you. When you're losing, who are you? That's we've possible. seen that Could with be. we've seen that with UNLV's basketball program. Could be. Right. Um I, I know you don't you never were much of a hockey fan before. I'm I'm Do you still understand the rules? Fan. No. So what makes the game so amazing? That Here's here's what I'll tell you. I'm playing here's, devil's advocate here. No, that's fine. So right. let's say the Knights are, which they are, they win a lot this year. As far as I they can have, tell, they've been doing great. I've heard they were like last. I heard they were second in the conference. The, like the best team, and it's an expansion team this year. So I guess the guys aren't considered to be, you know, they're just playing together for the first time. So you got this whole new team. They come out of the gate winning, the most winningest expansion team in the history of hockey. Right. I've heard this. Here's the crazy part. You go to a game, my my first game, they played the Chicago Blackhawks, who seem to win the Stanley Cup like every year. Okay. Or every other year or whatever it is. 60% of the audience is Blackhawks Black fans. At T-Mobile At Arena. At T-Mobile Arena. It's not, like banging. This is not, the first game? This was the first game I ever went to. First one you went to, okay. And you would think that the that you know it would be full of Vegas Knights fans because they support. No, it's 60%. Red jerseys filling the place. Interesting. I don't know if that's Blackhawks fans that live in Vegas that want to show their support. Could be. <clears throat> I'm, I'm sure they have a good traveling or, base. or they just, tra- I mean, okay. driving well, in from Cali. Quick, before, I'm going to let you finish. But sure. one thing we understand about Las Vegas, whenever you have an event here, well, our convent, the LVCVA, the Convention and Visitors Authority. Yeah. Why do we have so many conventions in Vegas? Because who doesn't want to go to Vegas for a few True. days? So, you know, it, it, unfortunately, it's taken this long for us to be able to have pro teams at any level here in this city. But we can fill those seats. We, it filled. We can fill those. We fill those seats when it's not a Vegas team playing. Like, for example, when the NBA comes through here. Yeah. Because who? Oh, I'm going to go watch a Spurs Wizards game. And be in Vegas for three days? I would I would go to a, a pro basketball game if they were here. If, well, if it was anything, if they but played, I'm, I'm in, talking about even for a for for a tourist though. Everybody loves an excuse to come to Vegas. You see what I'm saying? So the fact that you can pour you can pour a heavy blanket of drinking and gambling and nightclubbing, and you get to go to a pro game of a pro game. Sure. You know, and I and I think that's what's that's what's going to be going on with the Raiders when the Raiders come here. Come on. It's going to be sick. On the week, on cost. the weekends, are you know, on the weekends, twenty percent of our population in this city comes from California on the I fifteen. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a mess. They need to make it like seven lanes wider on both sides. Well, they're going to have big problems with that parking and everything down there. It's going to be but, bad. Well, all right, I, I'm getting way off on a tangent yeah. here, but I kind of just wanted to, to to connect the dots there on how Vegas for a long time has been the ideal um, tourism plus sports city for a yeah. long time and it's just now coming to light and that's what i do respect and like about the the, the golden knights yeah. 
Um, I do like what I'm seeing because of that. And I, and I like the energy I feel in the city. I just don't like hockey. I don't know anything about and hockey. I don't. Like there's icing. I don't even know what classifies I'll, icing. I don't either. I just know I used to play that in Nintendo. We used I had to the fight. Same game. We had the skinny guys. And I had the same game. And they would say icing. I'm like, I don't even know why I'm. Right. What I think it went past the line without somebody touching it first or something. I don't remember. I think, and I'll tell you why the games <clears> feel <throat> different. And there's a couple of reasons. One, the venue is awesome. I, I, I I've heard I the venue been, is amazing. I haven't, I, been, I haven't been there for anything yet, a concert or I've UFC only, or anything. I've only been there for hockey. The acoustics in the place are unbelievable. Mm-hmm. You like the place never gets below a certain decibel point. Gotcha. So it just feels like everybody's alive all the time. Right, right, right. Even at halftime, people are like in you know hysterics. The sound, uh, the the sound coming out of the speakers and it, crystal clear. The I mean everything's brand new. Mm-hmm. What's the place like? A year old, two years old? I think it's, it's, it might be going on two years later this the year. The seats are comfortable. The seats are one of the most comfortable seats I've ever been to in any arena I've been to. And they were smart enough. I don't know if you've been to older stadiums where the uh, the arms don't fold up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you go with your girlfriend or your wife or whatever. You ain't sitting close to her. Yeah, you ain't sitting close because you got this rigid metal bar between. <laughs> between you. the two of you. So, yeah, you can you can flip the flip the thing up. My wife would keep the arm down. <laughs> <laughs> if there was no bar between, she'd probably go to change seats somewhere. That's, that's true enough. <laughs> so, that in, you, there's, there is just flowing liquor nonstop. Of course. It's it, Vegas. The only time. The only time you're not in a line waiting for beer is if you wait for the puck to drop and you're in the middle of, of one of the one of the, the the thirds, the periods. Gotcha. For for hockey. Okay. So you let the puck drop, you let them skate around for a little bit, you go up and grab your tall boy. Bring bring and this is this is a uh, advice for me, bring a tall boy koozie. I keep one in my truck just in case I go. I don't own a koozie? I do. Several. I've been given many koozies in my lifetime, and those things get handed off to somebody or thrown in the trash. Not mine, because mine is from Portland, Oregon, at McMinimins, and it I get asked don't about try it all to, the time. Don't try to big up Portland, Oregon eh, right now. Big deal. You, you, you moved out. Repping. You, you moved out. The most racist state in the country, <laughs> they said at one point. Get out. Oregon. I'll have to post that in the show notes. That's got to be. I was reading an article, though. That's got to be East I was reading an article. There was some crazy thing going on back, like, in the late 1800s, early 1300s, 1900s, where basically it was like, black folks, don't come here. Like, there were signs up, like, you ain't, you, we don't That's want you in this gotta state. That's got to be East Oregon. Because, because <clears throat> like, the whole East Oregon's West. like East Washington, right? It kind of molds over into it's the, the Idaho militia. Very possible. Right? Because I could tell you right now, as far as views go, Portland is as liberal as as you've seen. It's kind of like Seattle. You go to sure. Seattle. I think it's, it's a very very liberal, um, very diverse. Yeah, city. Same city. You start going a little further out, where the both cities have great coffee. Oh, and lots of it. And we'll be we'll be we'll be taste testing that. What was it? What was that called? What? Oh God! What was that called? You were gonna oh caffeine trip. Oh, caffeine, we will, listen, caffeine trips will be amazing. Those are going to be good. I can't wait. Can't wait for summer to come around. Yeah. We hit the road. and That's the time to go because then, then we don't have to worry about 115 degrees here in Vegas. Yeah. yeah. We can go kick it in. And I don't have to worry about getting snowed in on wherever I go visit as well. That's true. On the flip side. San Diego, San Francisco. 
Seattle, Seattle, Portland, Portland. Salt Lake, Lake. Miami. Well, <laughs> while we're at it, London. Oh, dude, <laughs> that would be cool. But uh, yeah, man. Well, I I don't know. Do you have anything else you want to talk about here? That's it. I, I know next week. It. Next week we're gonna do we're gonna do um, bulletproof coffee. Uh, probably shoot some video. And just literally a step-by-step, how do you make Bulletproof Coffee? Because this is something I want to do at my house in the morning moving forward. All right. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get some recipes going on that um, from the basics to if you want to spice it up literally a little yeah. bit. Um, and I'm going to be working on getting some guests on the show. I like it. You know, nobody like wants it. to hear just us talk. Nope. So. Cool. Shout out to Vesta Coffee. Shout out to Vesta. It, it was, was delicious. Um I've already tried both uh, bags that I've bought, and um, definitely be making some more trips down there. Nice. We'll do. Uh, we'll make that one of our coffee trips. I'm down. Our caffeine trips. Caffeine we'll trip. go down. We'll 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 do a little afternoon or a little morning down at Vesta one of these weekends. I like it. All right, cool. man. See you next week. That's it. See you next week. Later.